much she knew Jesus. No. I thought I do too. I think I do. What's his name then? Jesus. <sighs> he got me. <laughs> I'll get you next time. Ooh. You turned your mic off. Oh. What side is this going? There's a big L and an R in those ones. Hold on, I have to put For my loser. My dangle earring in there. Oh, I'm kind of quiet. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hello, hello. Ooh, there we go. Okay. The L is for loser and the R is for. Don't. Richard. <laughs> my dad. Dick. <laughs> Dick. My father. Dick. How did they get Dick out of Richard again? I have no fucking clue. Oh, I didn't think you can't use that chair. I need. I need that. I can't. Not that one either. <laughs> that one's I just didn't for want the it, ghost. I just didn't want it near for... any of the podcast stuff because it does a, the ring ring. Hi, boodles. Cling clang goes the trolley. <laughs> <laughs> crash, crash, crash with the trolley. <laughs> The Twitter sphere, I guess, has taken evil uh, Judy Garland and turned it into so many different things uh, regarding the trolley. And it everybody is, loves the trolley song. Everybody loves the trolley song. Uh, it has apparently gotten very wild. My one of my go-to <clears throat> Christmas movies every year is Meet Me in St. Louis because I'm a real gay person. Oh, okay. And I watch Judy Garland every year. Well, Judy Garland Christmas something or another is apparently like a, a oh, that's big a good one deal. Too. Right? She brings her kids out. Mm-hmm. Liza dances. Oh, Liza dancing. Always good. You miss your mother? Smell your goddamn fingers. <laughs> Stop. Who was she playing again? Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Is that a Joan Rivers finger, Judy Garland? I think she did. She must have. Me thinks. Me thinks? Oh, Judy Garland. I hope you don't do this the whole time. Mm-hmm. I Boodles, might. do you want a seat? Do you want a boodly seat? A seat right at the podcast table. A little seat for a little boodle. A I have, I have so many so many groceries that I um, brought from my old place, and it makes <laughs> the me food that you took from their mouths. Correct, and I absolutely love it. Honestly, <laughs> uh, oh, I told you. Is that me? Yes. Yes. There's not even any anything on there i, I told you i tried to put it in this chair and you wouldn't let me only because i want go. you to fail well i failed i don't even know there's not a message there so i don't even know what that what's what going on there anyways yes uh but then the problem is that all the foods were not the cold foods so there was all like things that i would have to heat somehow or boil and i currently do not have my um uh microwave like, pots and pans or my microwave where are the pots and pans? In boxes. Oh. Right now in in uh, garage. <laughs> garage. Garage. Um, yeah. So I was like, how do I like? I was like, oh, I could have oatmeal. No, I can't. Uh, oh, I could like make these ramen. You could have oatmeal, but you can't heat it. Correct. I have overnight oats. Mm-hmm. Just water and oats. Crunch, crunch, goes the munch, oatmeal. Munch. <laughs> crunch, crunch, munch, munch, bitches. Uh, yeah. No, that uh, that didn't work either. And I was like, I just have peanut butter. A spoon of peanut butter? Mm-hmm. I used to do that. I mean, I still do that. <laughs> I, well, I, I'm not, I, 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 I'm not I, doing it right now because I bought a, a thing of creamy peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Because 
children don't enjoy crunchy peanut butter. I, mm. would, I would prefer crunchy peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I love crunchy peanut butter. The creamy peanut butter gets so oily. Mm-hmm. I like the oils just sit on top. Yes. Mm-hmm. Crunchy peanut butter, never oily. Mm-hmm. What brand do you get? H-E-B. Oh, they have their own brand now? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever tried H-E-B brand it's peanut good. butter. If I were to... Um... Do you prefer Jif or H-E-B? H-E-B. Oh. But if I'm going like national brand... I'm a skippy girl. Is it the one you grind yourself? Mm-mm. Oh. Because that one is good. They have like this honey uh, honey peanut butter thing that you can grind yourself at like the self-grind station. That one's really fucking lit. Uh, honey honey oven roasted peanut butter, I think is what it is. It's actually really fucking lit. Uh, but my problem is I was buying too much of it and eating too much of it. So uh, stop buying that. Um, what other nut butters should I be interested in? I enjoy... Uh, almond butter. I don't really care for almonds. It doesn't really taste like almonds. What about cashews? Is there a cashew butter? Yes. But it's very expensive. I think, well, so is almond butter. Macadamia butter. Mm, probably. Um, Soy butter. There's coconut butter, but coconut butter looks and feels a lot like... Um, butter. B- b- oil. Coconut oil. <laughs> mm, I don't want that. Yeah. Hazelnut... Uh, butter probably just nutella but no, that's that has cocoa okay but hazelnut has a flavor so I, I feel like that would be a very very strong flavor what's another nut pistachios brazilian nut brazilian nut. brazilian nuts used to be my favorite as a child uh because they do taste good they are just heavy in fat <laughs> so and your grandparents called them a racist thing you've never heard that no i'm gonna pause it okay yeah. I have heard that, yeah. <laughs> but, like, that didn't really happen in my family, so. That you know of. That, that I know of. You're absolutely right. Uh, but I ha- I've heard it before, but not from my family. Surprisingly, if you can believe that. <laughs> Shocking, I know. <laughs> from shirts, like, mama, what? <laughs> uh, no, but those Brazilian nuts were good. And I always loved cracking them. I always made a mess with walnut butter. Walnut is a very forgotten nut. It is. So are pecans. Pecan butter. I love pecans. Huh. Huh. Wow. Well, I do that. (laughs) (laughs) I do that. Wow, I do that. (laughs) I love that. What about the one where the girl just rips a fat cloud on the jewel and the guy turns to the camera and he says, Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. But the internet finds the stupidest shit so funny, and I'm like, why? Because I, I, I don't know, but I live there. Uh-huh. I love it. Uh-huh. I live. You're like, everyone else is laughing at this, so I must too. <laughs> no, I just genuinely like it. Mm. Genuinely, genuinely like it. What did oh. I think was funny on Twitter today? Let me tell you. Hold on. You start scrolling through Twitter. I liked on, some on. things today. And I usually never like things, but they were, they had much hilarity. What the fuck is this? Not funny. Um, mine, what did I see today that cracked me up on Twitter? Historical materialism. Dutch East India Company founded. Taco Bell retweeting, come get this taco <laughs> Uh, the one that I found funny recently was, uh, uh, Dion Warwick. Dion! Have you seen her on Twitter recently? She's hilarious. She has set fire to mayonnaise. 
What? <laughs> I said what I said. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, she is. Uh, she made a comment about like she said something like. If I visit, you know, if I come to visit Louisiana, there better not be any fucking mayonnaise. It seems like fucking what? Like, there better not be any mayonnaise. And everyone was like, And so Hellman's and, like, a Miracle Whip, like, the their brand account, like, got on there and they were like, why do you hate it? You know, things like that. Interacting Dionne with Dionne Warwick is, like, the queen of Twitter. Uh-huh, exactly. She's Twitter's grandma. She seriously is. And so then she, like, posted this tweet that was like, uh, if you're a brand, like, <laughs> please reach out to me. And so then all these, like, brand Twitters were, like, comment, like, like responding to her. And she kept on quote tweeting them with her honest opinion about every single one of them. And then one of them was, like, uh, I think it was, like, SNL or NBC or something like that. And she was, like, if you – it's, like, hello, if you find Keenan, tell him that I'm looking for him. <laughs> so then Keenan gets on there and he's, like, what happened? Like, I'm here. I'm so sorry. And she goes, oh, I was just looking for you and make sure that you were okay. I just think you're funny. (laughs) So it was like, how did this, this entire week, I've just been watching her just like spiral like that. No. It's not spiraling. It's a a snowball. Exactly. And then there was another tweet today that like Hellman's like responded to her and she was like. uh, Get this shit out of here. I think she said something like along the lines of like we can figure this out or something. I posted on my Instagram. Hold on. Let me pop on over there. Well, in the meantime, let me tell you about my favorite tweet Uh today from uh, Jack A. Harry who said somebody tweeted. You know what? It's early and I'm in my feelings as usual, but I'm just going to say it. I know at Jackie Harry's pussy used to be crazy back in the day. <laughs> and she quote tweeted and said, back in the day, this pussy still got some tread on it. <laughs> what the fuck? I just don't understand how people, why people are, what Twitter is. Like Twitter is just like a hellscape of a site. And I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. So fucking ridiculous. So uh, Dion uh, <laughs> tweeted and said, I see a lot of people. And make- we know it's Dion. Dion. We all know it's Dion. Dion. I just like to say Dion. Uh-huh. Um... She said, I see a lot of people making jokes at Hellman's expense. Apologize to that poor mayo jar right now. (laughs) (laughs) And so I posted on top of it and said, her hatred of mayo discourse on Twitter has been so fucking entertaining this week. It's just... It's vitriol. It's it's wild. It's warfare. If you haven't seen it, you really need to go and find her on Twitter. First of all, hit smash that follow button because she... How many followers does she have I don't fucking know, but she is uh, a gym, and I think she knows it. Like, she just, like... But also, I don't think that she actually cares. She just, like, why why does everyone follow me and think, like, what I'm saying is funny? She has 553,000 followers. Uh And her pin tweet is her smoking. <laughs> is she smoking a blunt? <laughs> is it a blunt? No, it's just a cigarette. Oh, okay. <laughs> but she's got her Grammys in the background. Yes, she her does. Gold records. Also, I love her bio is, I'm not riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I am. And no, everything is in perfect grammar. I am not riding a bio. I am not riding a bio. <laughs> oh, God. Also, my other favorite tweet from the day was from Meg Stalter that said, Wait, Tegan and Sarah are married or sisters? I posted that today. Because I was like, wait, are Tegan and Sarah married or sisters? 
I was like, you could probably apply that to Allie and AJ, too. <laughs> Allie and AJ. Uh-huh. But I think they're just friends. Yeah, but still. Tegan and Sarah are lesbians. <laughs> are together. They, are they together? Yeah, I oh, think okay. they're together. I'm pretty sure they're together. Let me look it up. <laughs> Before you wanna, start rumors. I don't want to um, offend a lesbian. <laughs> offend a lesbian. <laughs> um, last weekend, I met a uh, lesbian named Shelby. Um and, Did uh, you tell her you were sorry that her name is Shelby? No. Uh, my friend... <gasps> They're Canadian. Yes, I knew that. Uh, my friend Annie introduced her as a... Um, what did he call her? Oh, wait, they are sisters. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> no! No, they're not sisters. <laughs> then that makes everything more funny. More funny? Laughable. Personal laugh. lives. <laughs> Sisters. <laughs> Everything seems to be pointing to... They're advocates sister. for the LGBTQ plus community. They're not even lesbians. <laughs> okay. This is stupid. Everything I know is a lie. Are you mad about? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of sad. But it's okay. You'll survive. I hope to... Did you know Tegan and Sarah are not lesbians? They are sisters. <laughs> Everyone is so shook. It's crazy out here. Crazy. Crazy. People just be sisters out here. People are related. Nowadays. I know. They never used to be. Back in the day, people were different. not related, and now they are. That's 2021 modernity you know moderna moderna 5g uh-huh. chip implants uh booster shot uh bringing 6g into the world uh possessed zombies world apocalypse i saw a, a, a tiktok about this <laughs> a man dressed as a woman who is probably a drag queen okay but they were they were pretending to be an AT&T customer at a T-Mobile store and they're like hey uh, i am an AT&T customer um and I, I i know that we have the best service out there <laughs> but i was just wondering what you could do for me here at the T-Mobile store i have money i have money <laughs> but i am an AT&T customer and i was wondering the, you you have the five G also. You have the five G also, as AT and T does. But when do you? Uh, if I were to get your service, uh, would you be able to tell me when there will be six G? <laughs> I have. I will pay top dollar for six G. <laughs> I will leave AT and T right this minute for six G. That's what that. she said. That's what them said. No, that's what the them said. That's what them you could said. just say they. No, them. No, them. <laughs> I like to use them wrong. Uh huh. Them. Them. They. Them in place of they, and they in place of them. Okay. Did you see they over there? <laughs> <laughs> you saw they. Huh? Hmm. Them look good. <laughs> <laughs> that actually kind of works. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, how has your week been? Anything? I guess two weeks. We haven't. Recorded a podcast. I didn't even tell anybody that we didn't record a podcast last week. Wow. Nobody complained, so. Yeah. 
All 74 of our no, uh, our failing podcast. That's why we're a failing podcast. Because mm-hmm. nobody seems to care when we disappear for a week. That one person off of Twitter sure knew everything about us. Yeah, one of the queens on Canada's... Dra- I think I've already said this already. Yeah. Uh, okay, then mine. Yelled at you. Yeah, she attacked me on Twitter. She tried to cancel me. And I'm like... And she went home first. Did she? No. Ah! <laughs> that would be really funny. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know. Me neither. I've been very um, involved in other television shows. Uh-huh. Squid Game. Uh, the Squid Game mm-hmm. that I've finished that was delightful. Mm-hmm. Still haven't watched that. Because most people died. Mm-hmm. And that's oh. what I love. I, I want everyone like dead. Um, <clears throat> also, I love all the people, like, the literal person who created the show was like, this is absolutely about capitalism. People are like, but it's really about communism. They're like, no. It's literally all about capitalism. And like, no. Capitalism is great. Right? Communism is bad. No. It's capitalism. Capitalism. Nobody thinks communism is good. Nobody's asking for communism. Nobody. Well, hold on. (laughs) I'm not communism. Yeah, no. Not communism. Socialism. There we go. Yeah. We love a social. We love a good social. We're talking about, of course, Queen Elizabeth. Hmm. Catherine the Great. No, no. Hmm. I don't think you don't. a monarchy. She, but uh, she told them that they could eat cake. Cake. And then they were like, "No, nah, bitch, I don't have money for cake." Yeah. No money for cake. Three hundred thousand Reichsmarks couldn't even buy a loaf of bread mm-hmm. back then. I have only beet. And then the beet famine. Mm-hmm. Ugh. The terrible beet famine. And then they shot shot those... Uh, they shot the sheriff? Family. The sheriff. <laughs> they shot the sheriff. Dems. Dems shot the, <laughs> the sheriff. And all he did was walk into that, that saloon. But he did not shoot the deputy. Well, the deputy's a dog. Deputy dog. That girl... It's on fire. <laughs> she sure is. <laughs> this, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and that's our podcast. Ding. Welcome. <laughs> we made it back to our sp- spoopy podcast. Our. <laughs> our, <laughs> our <laughs> yep, we made it. <laughs> so welcome. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. When did you start recording? Eighteen minutes ago. <laughs> I meant like what was happening when you started recording? I don't remember. Because. Did you start whenever I was still, like, not even on the microphone yet? Oh, great. And I was, like, walk around, getting a drink, <laughs> getting started. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Love that. felt like we should go back to our roots. Yeah. Of, it's just me. Just you talking. And you're a guest. And I'm like, is walking up. That's, like, a throwback to, like, episode one. I think for episode one, we were so, like... We have to do. We have to be have funny to for we people. Gotta be funny. We gotta be do stuff. We gotta be nice to each other too. What is this, Mama? It was a ruse. Mm-hmm. It was a We're ruse for you to do it the one time, and you're like, I don't mind this. <laughs> I love scary stuff. <laughs> Here we are, 126 weeks later, 3,000 minutes later, 300,000. 300,000. Mm-hmm. 300, like girl, up that number. 3,000 minutes is not enough. <laughs> There's not enough time. Whenever we did season one, we're on season three now. Two. It was like 24. It was, was it a full week? It was a full week, yeah. Full week of podcast. Mm-hmm. Oof. 
Yeah. Or five days. But five basically days. A, a, a business full week. week. Yeah. A business week. More than that. Those five days, five full days of talking, and that was just season one. So, season two, I assume, doubled that. Uh, season three, now we're we're probably at two weeks of content, two full weeks of content. No, it's three years now. I don't know how it happened. Don't ask don't any ask question. Me. You can literally listen to it on your trip to Mars. Yeah. Can you have podcasts on Mars? <laughs> I don't think it takes three days to get to Mars. Three weeks to get to Mars. Three weeks. I meant three years. You said three years. What I meant was three weeks, but also, yeah. You said three, three years. years. <laughs> no. Mm. Anyways. Anyways. Ciao. Um, you know what isn't on Mars. <laughs> yeah, something that you can get here on Earth that you can't get on Mars is baked bones. <laughs> baked bones. <laughs> Recent Gallup polls show that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can. But what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Big Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Big Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code SPOOBY15. SPOOBY15. Big Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big bones. Big bones. Big bones. That's what I picture. That's what I would sound like if I was a NASCAR uh, commentator. Big bones. Number six is going by. The red car. There it goes. And they'd be like, who's driving? I don't know. It's the red car. Everyone's Jeff Gordon. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Oh, he's a Danica Patrick. There you go. Danica Patrick. She's not, she doesn't even drive it. Danica Patrick. <laughs> well, then it's your mom. <laughs> and I quit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, you don't have to do that sound in front of the microphone as the cars go by. It helps. <laughs> Precisely. I love that. Oh. I didn't know that's what his name was. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. Um, cheers. <laughs> wow. Cheers to it. the end of a uh, stressful week. But oh, yeah, it through. was a stressful week, huh? Yes, it was fun. But uh, now it's the end, and I'm here, and everything is better. So uh, I'm surviving, thriving, uh, jiving, jazz hands. Um, you are a jive turkey. What'd you call me? 
a jive turkey. That is a slur. No, it isn't. Oh. It's a dancing person from the 50s. A j- that was the microphone. <laughs> yep. It's broken. <clears throat> it's just making it. <clears throat> I fixed it. Squeaky, squeaky. Okay, take this. Well, no, no Pinterest. I don't want any desserts. I'm going to make a dessert. Tomorrow. I have to figure out where I want. Oh, I have to figure out where I want to put my um, uh, um, kitchen egg mixer in that kitchen. Since it is uh, not the largest, not the smallest, but not the largest. Uh, so I'm very concerned. Put weird. it on the back burner of the stove. I'm thinking actually to the left of the kitchen sink. Back burner of the stove. Okay. Did you know you can shred chicken breasts in the kitchen? Area? Yes, I taught you this, didn't I? No, I learned it off of YouTube. Oh, I told someone about this. It's very smart. However, make sure you watch it because it gets to a point where it's no longer shredded and it's just crumbs. Mush. Crumbs of chicken. Chicken crumbs. <laughs> Would you like one crumb of chicken? chicken. <laughs> Trademark. Trademark. Chicken crumbs. <laughs> very soggy crumbs. Uh, yeah, because I like left it running and I was like, oh, cool. Like I'll do that while I'm like doing whatever. So I came back to it and it was just like, pieces of chicken just like dust. tiny chicken, du- chicken dust. dust and i was like oh because like if you grill the chicken and it's too hot to to uh peel apart you just throw in the kitchen kitchenaid and so then you like a bag of doritos tilted the bowl and and just, just chicken just into chicken mouth <laughs> just attacks your face soggy chicken crumbs uh, <laughs> i love that oh it's a flag <laughs> That's my favorite part of a bag of chips. The last couple chips at the very bottom. Because they're like super salty and super flavored. Yes. One time, mm-hmm. one time I did it. I did the thing that everyone does with a bag of chips in the break room at uh, work. And this lady said, oh, were you hungry? And I, I, can, I think about it all the time. And I hate her. And anytime that you eat a bag of chips, you're like, am I oh. disgusting? <laughs> Am I a disgusting piece of just shit right now? And she probably didn't have enough teeth. <laughs> to eat chips? To do anything. Uh-oh. To be a person. She's awful. <laughs> One of my favorite things on Twitter also is when people just say, go touch grass. <laughs> I don't know why that cracks me up so much. Because it's people that sit in their house all day. That, yeah, it's like go outside and do something. <laughs> And like I think because I think it's like three steps out from saying like go get a life like go outside like go talk to someone just like go touch just, grass just go out <laughs> just do anything just go touch grass <laughs> recommune with the planet mm-hmm. go to a dog park I don't have a dog I don't give a shit just go <laughs> just go there and smell them get out of my face yeah mm. I took Bailey to a dog park last week she loved it I can never take any dog that I know to a dog park that's true I could take Marky. Yeah. She just walk around the grass like, grass is too tall. like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I don't like this. Well, that's normally what Bailey is like. And then like, if they have water, which she somehow still found water and mud everywhere. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I like turned, because she was around like, oh, I saw my reflection in the mirror, in the mirror of me in the window. And I was like, there's someone behind me in the window. It's me. It's a ghost. Well, I mean, it's literally just like a very faded version of me anyways um yeah so she went to the dog park she was playing with all the other dogs and like i stopped watching her for a second because i was riding at the time and then i turned back and sure enough she's in a puddle of mud and she's like and like laying down and i'm like what the fuck bitch 
Where did you find this puddle of mud? Why is it there? It was funny, though. But anyways, I digress. He will step in the puddles, but he does avoid mud for the most part. She didn't give a shit that it was mud. She just cared that it was water. And I was like... Playing! Uh-huh. I'm here to play! And all the other dogs were just looking at her like, what are you doing? At least she didn't like roll around in it like uh, like this golden retriever. Long-ass hair went up just rolled in it and then was running around like everyone else with the pack of dogs that Bailey was like she was tired so she was like following behind them like slower than all the rest of them just they, at a, a mild trot exactly she was like and she just like looked so dumb while she was doing it she's like la 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 yeah I'm just here with the other dogs la la and with like a big old tongue just like slopping back and forth and all the other dogs like ah, like up in the front and she's like ah, I'm just following the dogs I'm me like, in gym class in middle school <laughs> honestly I feel that but I wouldn't have been following them and I'm like sitting in the corner she did do that at one point uh the small dogs were on one side of the fence and big dogs were on this one and she kept on going over the small dog fence and was like play with me <laughs> this is the dogs that i want to play with <laughs> and the, the other small dog threatening ones exactly the small dogs were just like there was a great dane that came in that she absolutely loved but she is used to playing with great danes anyways i digress we just love dogs <laughs> we love dogs in this podcast i can believe that mine is too Wait. too full to do that that's what good pussy sounds like. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm pretty sure. Why is it so liquidy? <laughs> She's having a good time. <laughs> this is not the conversation that two men who have not had uh, sexual intercourse with women should be having. Listen. I'm not an expert, nor do I claim to be one. But I will tell you everything that I think I know. And that is what is Cardi an, B has told us. Is an excited woman. <laughs> it should sound like macaroni in a pot. No, no. Niagara Falls. <laughs> Just gushing. Uh, no, you like have a busted pipe. There's something wrong. <laughs> She's peeing. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Should we talk about some... My podcast is crazy. My podcast. Yeah. Um, Should we talk about spooky things? Sure. Do you I need, need to get one? a new one. Oh. I'm going to get a new one. Who's going first? I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't matter. No. It really doesn't. <laughs> you go first. Okay. Uh, I have 11 pages. <laughs> I have two. <laughs> okay. Perfect. <laughs> Do you want to go first then? <laughs> What do you have eleven pages about? Ah, uh, it's uh, he. It's a, a them. murder. They. They, they, they are a murder. Them's a them, murderer. Them's a murder. Them's be a murderer. Them, okay, just do it. Okay, just get on with it. I don't want, want to fucking deal with this. Uh, okay, so our story starts with Piper Potts. Uh, she is a she is a woman from Texas who married a man named Vance Straley. Um, at or met a man named Vance Straley at Bible College. Uh, they then married in 1988 and moved into a trailer uh, in 40 acres in good old uh, Canastota, South Dakota, which is about 20 miles west, uh, west of Sioux Falls. Uh, they were deeply religious and dreamed of starting their own ministry and uh, opened one that was called Prairie View Bible Camp for Children. Uh, from the road, passing motorists could see the pews that they had set up in their yard. Uh, eventually they had two children named, uh, 
Shayna? Yes, Shayna and Nathan. At first I was going to say Shania, but that's not that's not it. Uh, Shayna and Nathan, who were three and two years of age uh, as of the morning of July 29th, uh, 1996. Uh, This was actually Nathan's birthday. Uh, Vance Straley, who was 29, drove to his plumbing job as usual at about 6.30 in the morning. Piper. The Blackberry is good. Is it good? Uh, Piper, who was 28, extraordinarily, uh, or sorry, extraordinary, ordinarily would have left a short time after to take her children to the babysitter on her way to her job uh, at the Children's Center in Sioux, uh, the Southeastern Children's Center in Sioux Falls. Uh, in fact, she called you the baby. Souks? Socks? Soiks? Soiks. Soiks Falls. Uh, in fact, she called the babysitter Miss uh, Mrs. Jordanson, uh, which is spelled J O R D N S O N. D N Jordanson. Every time Jazz spells something, she just doesn't think vowels exist. So it'd be like <laughs> dinner. It'd be like D I N R. Dinner. Dinner. Hey, that's not wrong. I mean, the phonics are there. Ask her to spell grinder. <laughs> <laughs> G R O O U Grander. That's what I do, and she's like, oh, no, 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 no. A <laughs> Grander. No, 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 no. <laughs> Still getting wrong. Um, so the she did call the babysitter, Miss Jordanson, at nine twenty to say that they were on their way, so they were obviously late. Uh, Piper Straley never arrived at Mrs. Jordanson's house on, or at her job. Uh, her husband called home around noon and left a message on the answering machine that said, Honey, where are you? Vance had asked. What um, year is this? 1996. Oh, okay, yeah. The voice messages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Around 3 o'clock, Patty Sinclair, who worked with Mrs. at the daycare facility, called to check in on her friend. Uh, a three-year-old, uh, Shayna, answered the phone instead. Uh, she answered by saying, I don't want Mommy to die, the little girl blurted in the receiver. I don't want my daddy to die. Shayna then added, they're probably killed. Stunned, Patty Sinclair directed a co-worker to call the McCook County Sheriff's Office while she redialed the Straley's number. Sinclair spoke with Shayna again, but this time she kept the child on the telephone for nearly 45 minutes until Sheriff Gene Taylor arrived at the trailer. But by now, it was now five. Uh, Taylor found the children and the family dog, which was a blonde Labrador named Chase, but no signs of Mrs. Straley. The trailer was in disarray, yet the children had not been harmed physically. Nathan made hardly a sound, but Shayna was in tears. Mommy's going to die, she told Sheriff Taylor and Jim Stevenson, a South Dakota Division of Criminal Investigations, which is DCI, agent. Uh, Patiently, the two men extracted the three-year-old's account of what happened. She said, a mean man... Uh, as she described him, driving a black vehicle with black wheels came into the trailer and grabbed their mother. I'm not certain that I would have, if, I don't know what, who I was as a person at three years old. I know. I don't know who I, that's how I talked to my, uh, <laughs> my neighbor. Um, I just, uh, oh, there uh, he is. What? The man. Did he just walk by again? Yeah. What is he doing at 9.30? I almost said 10 o'clock. It's not 10 o'clock. He lives there. But why does he go in the back? Why do you? Is that a gay joke? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, we like to keep things relevant here at the Spoopy Podcast. Gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gay dude? Oh. 
Oh, I thought that was him. I was like, what? Say, is he going to mow the fucking I, That's what I thought. I was like, he's going to turn on because the mower at 930? I throw up <laughs> and break a window. I thought he was turning on the mower as well. I was like, what the fuck is happening? It's 930 at night on a Friday. You have nothing better to do than to mow your lawn at 930. Also, which I guess it's not within... you're a single man and it's 930 on a Friday? Oh, he can probably hear us. I don't care. I do. Oh. I have to live here. Oh. I don't care. <laughs> you don't have anything better to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, is he still outside? I don't know. Can he hear us in his house? <laughs> I can hear myself talking outside. <laughs> I can hear somebody else <laughs> talking outside. It's probably because of the windows. <laughs> Did you see my face? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I can hear myself talking all the time. And other people. And sometimes I can hear myself I talking I can hear my myself head. talking outside. <laughs> That's called schizophrenia, honey. <laughs> no, it just means I'm outside. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> listen. Listen, Linda. Listen, listen Linda. Oh, boy. Uh, that was good. Hold, hold on. I have to write that down. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> what? No. The, the titles of the podcast are not to make me look bad in any manner. They're to make you look bad. Okay. And make uh, me look funny. Oh. But that wasn't funny? <laughs> I'm hilarious. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they patiently, apparently, to, oh, I said that. Um, mm, she reported that there was lots of yelling uh, and that the man shot a gun. Uh, said their mother tried, told them to run and hide. Shayna also said that the man had taken Nathan's blue tint, a birthday present he had received the evening before. Uh, as Shaney recounted the fragmented story, her father arrived home. Sobbing in his arms, she blurted out that the man had taken Nathan's tent. Choking back his own tears, Vance Straley reassured his daughter that it was okay and that they would get another tent. Uh, Shayna was insistent that her mother was going to die, uh, saying she's not coming back. The investigation quickly turned up several witnesses who reported seeing a truck or sports utility painted a flat black color in the vicinity of the Straley residence that day. You know those people out in the middle of nowhere, they're like, you. <laughs> oh, what's going on there? Yeah, I'm out there. <laughs> this middle window, mm-hmm. if you were, if you lived around here, you'd be like, he's always in that window. You gotta see what's going on. You'd be like, I'm a statue. Mm-hmm. Well, now I have a window that faces like directly forward, but I cannot see this. I can only see the street like barely. And uh, I was sitting there earlier. I was like standing uh while like working on the podcast information and i kept on seeing the like pod. the the things like here, here's like from where i'm looking i could see like the the island and then i could see like the street above that and like a car passed by i'm like they're going too fast <laughs> like every single time uh also there's apparently a school close by where i live now because i tried to go get groceries at four o'clock and suddenly uh every single person was parked on my street and i was like no no leave <laughs> Get out. <laughs> they do that here. Do they? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-mm. Uh, the parents will pay a park along our... St- well, not a lot of them. Because it's like a an elite school. Oh. So I don't know about this one. I have to find the school, first of all. <laughs> people will park here to get their kid. They'll, like, wait for their kid. Or the kids will just, like, hang out on the street waiting mm-hmm. for their parents. And I'm just like, there's well, that's what I got teenagers up. hanging out on our street. And I'm like, can you, like... I got up to the corner. Do you want and us to put a bench out or what? Sit down. Why not? Uh, I got up to the corner 
And, like, there was just kids everywhere. And they are all, like, hanging out with their friends, chatting, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, go to your cars. So that Your family leaves my my front lawn. Not even my front lawn. <laughs> the area that my front lawn is in. <laughs> that a So front what you're lawn saying is, is you don't care about children. Because I'm a father, I'll have you know. You're a mother. <laughs> I'm a them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a them-ther. Them-ther? A, a them-rent. <laughs> They a parent. Rent. I uh, think. They I think parent is already gender neutral. No. No. Mm-mm. It insinuates uh, a heterosexuality. <laughs> heterosexuality. <laughs> I'm all things. Oh gosh. Um. Speaking of that, I'm not making fun of uh the gender discussion whatsoever. But there was someone on Twitter that uh post that I was seriously arguing. Because someone, like, posted a picture of a dog, and they were like, oh my god, she's so pretty. And someone responded and said, or I don't remember what they said, but it was like, they said, she, blah, blah, blah. And someone was, the uh, OP responded and said, "Uh, why would you assume my dog's gender? And I was like, 21st century. This is the absolute worst thing. And, like, people were responding, because it was one of those viral tweets. So people, like, responding to them, and, like, they were, like, and at first I thought it was a joke. But they were doubling down in the, like, replies. And I was like, this is too much to handle. We literally saw your dog's, like, vagina on this video. Not on purpose. Like, it was just, like, the dog turned around. You could see that it was a girl dog. And I was like, you... I don't know that that works that way. Like, dogs are not as sentient as human beings are that can determine... Uh, gender fluidity, in my opinion. <laughs> but Kennedy, I don't know. Kennedy is... I don't know. Is PETA <laughs> going to come for me? They're going to say animals can absolutely figure out Have their gender genders. Expression. Also, speak, here's a scientific little thing that, that I read about. Um, they uh, successfully just had the first uh, pig kidney transplant to a human. Uh, because they were able to get like a sugar off of... The kidney that were like a genetically mo- genetic modification of the kidney um, to get the this like sugar that the human body rejects, and they had a successful uh, kidney transplant. But then Peter was like, "You can't be using uh, animals as like your your organ play- farm, yeah, organ farm." And I was like, "Mama, I think I'd rather use a pig than uh, humans dying, personally." But that's just that's just me. But I I don't know. Also, I'm sure the the pig that they're taking the kidney from they're gonna kill it anyway exactly most of these animals are already gonna be dead for mate i don't think that the kidney transplant from pig is the issue here no anyways PETA is a lot sometimes <clears throat> anyways um them's a lot them's them's a lot uh yeah so lots of people were like yeah we see we seen that we seen it uh, so one couple who lived in the area saw a nervous young man in jeans and a baseball cap walking from the trailer to the black Ford Bronco parked in the driveway. But authorities had nothing substantive to go on until late in the evening on July 29th. Um, so it's now been most of the day. Uh, that's when Vance Straley suddenly recalled a visit to the trailer three days prior by a chubby, balding stranger in his mid-twenties. Okay, don't attack me like this. Um, <laughs> the man's... Name was Rob Anderson. Vance notified the police who returned to the residence to follow up on the new information. Shraley remembered Anderson as an affable guy who had a limp handshake. 
Bitch. Why, are, why did you murder people? You have why a limp handshake. No. I don't. I do. apparently do. Charmed. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I, I mean, I apparently have a very nice handshake. I've been complimented on my handshake before. So I remember in like middle school and high school, they were like, people are going to judge you on your handshake. And so people used to like, and people still to this day, like, Squeeze, squeeze my hand up. well not to this day because i don't shake people's hands anymore uh ever since covid i we like don't do that anymore i try i've i've done it like i've counted two times since uh covid has started but like both times i've done them like and like i think the people realized that i was like ah, like i don't want to shake your hand and immediately went, <laughs> yeah <laughs> get those germs off me um but yeah the, the, i i don't do that anymore i stay away from people i've got my mask on i'm like no 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 Mm-mm. We're okay. I've done fist bumps with people instead. Fist bumps are a thing. I now. just go like this. Hi, I'm gay. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um. So he had driven up in a black Bronco at about seven thirty in the morning the previous Friday, and at first he didn't seem to know what he wanted to say. He seemed kind of surprised that Vance Straley was home and mumbled something about having driven by the house several times over the past month. Finally, as Piper Straley walked to the front door, Anderson inquired about uh, enrolling his... You just said Piper Straley, but I, for some reason I thought you were talking about paper. And I was like, you just said Piper. Piper. Piper Straley. I'm from Sharks, Texas. I'm talking about Piper. Y'all got some Piper in there? You got some Piper up in there? I, I need some Piper to write down this I need to, to write, write some thing. notes. Uh, yeah, so... Piper Straley uh, walked to the front door. Her name is, her name is Paper? <laughs> Piper. Piper. LOL. Uh, LOL. I'm very funny. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. No, I'm Tubby. <laughs> so he had asked about enrolling his children in Bible camp. Uh, Vance told him the camp was closed for the year, but they would be glad to add his name for the list for 1997. Uh, Mrs. Straley wrote his name and phone number on a piece of paper, and Anderson left. By the next morning, investigators had fully identified the Straley's visitor as Robert Leroy Anderson. He was 26, a high school dropout, and twice married father of four who lived in Sioux Falls. Anderson worked as a maintenance man on the 11 p.m. to 7.30 a.m. shift at John Morland Company... Uh, a Sioux Falls meat packing plant. Mmm. Meat packing. No? Nope. That's just every day. I'm used to that. Gays. Um, the uh, DCI assistant director, Bob Grand Prix. Grand Prix? Grand Prix. Wow. Uh, what a name. And other law enforcement officers went to the Anderson's went to Anderson's house where they awakened him and said they needed to speak with him. The suspect pulled on his jeans, a t-shirt, and his baseball hat and voluntarily drove his blue Ford Bronco to the local police station. They're backing up. Uh, an investigative... Investigative. Investigative team. Why was that word so difficult? Um, I don't know. I... Searched the Bronco in his home while Anderson underwent a seven-hour interrogation. Beneath the carpeting of the Bronco's cargo area, officers found a plywood platform with holes drilled in it, each obviously designed to accommodate wrist or ankle restraints. In a Bronco. Have you seen a Bronco? Uh, A toolbox containing chain and wooden dowels also was found in the vehicle, as were traces of black water-based paint and a partial roll of duct tape. 
Dog hairs, similar to those of Australia's family dog, were also recovered along with some furniture moving straps. The dog hair, that's why I mentioned the dog earlier, because it, it was a blonde uh, Labrador that is like, you can see that. You you know. And like, I knew that, like, I know whenever I leave Bailey's hair somewhere, because it's clearly Bailey's hair. Um, short little tiny brown hairs. They're they're not short. They're, they're about this long. And they like are blonde down here, and then they turn... Uh, like reddish and then they're like little black tips she's weird <laughs> um, anyways um, yes so uh, Anderson remained calm denying any, denying any knowledge of Piper Australia's fate or her whereabouts but he did concede that he had visited the Australia's trailer the previous Friday morning after some equivocation he also admitted that equivocation that's, That's a, a good, good word. That's a good one. How, how, much, how much is that word? 43,000. 43,000. Yeah. I love that. Okay, that's good. Um, and 43,000 does not have a unit. Well, because vocation is Vocational. a, is a, is a $23,000 word. Mm-hmm. And then... Equivocal. Equivocal. $20,000 word. You add that together. $43,000. Mm-hmm. No, I said that it doesn't have a unit. So it's forty three thousand. Them's. <laughs> That's our unit. Forty three thousand them's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that. Um, after some equivocation, he also admitted that he had returned Monday, which was the day that she went missing. Uh, he said that he had come back because he wanted to use Australia's archery range. Uh, Anderson claimed. I mean, you live in uh, middle of nowhere, South Dakota. What do you do? Shoot things with archery, with um, archery, with bow and arrow. I would take up candle making, soap making. Soap you can do making. that here in the suburbs. Rock collecting. See, if I was out in the middle of nowhere, I would take up like, I would. No, I don't think I could do that. I was gonna say deer hunting, but I don't think I could do that. I would just do plain old like camping, sausage making. I'm gonna do that, but I'm gonna take it from meat that's already been. Like killed, <laughs> Oscar Mayer. Uh, let, me, let me take this processed meat and reprocess it into sausage. Uh, I would take it from uh, carcasses that have already been uh, killed, so that I do not have to be the one to watch an animal die. You just go get ground beef from the store and put it in sausage. Sausage, and I put spices in it. <laughs> I put spices. I put spice in it. The kitchen. This name... one's pumpkin spice. <laughs> Pumpkin spice sausage. No, hold on. I saw something. I read something on uh, the interwebs that there was a uh, there was a, a pumpkin spice like meat, like no joke, that apparently sold out within its first day of like being. I think it was a pumpkin spice sausage. I won't lie. It was some sort of meat or burger or something like that. That was just like. I would just like to tell everyone. No, that <laughs> pumpkin spice is not good unless it's actually a pie. I don't like pumpkin spice pie. Or a pie. treat. Like a, a sweet. It's a good for a sweet. Uh, yes. Good for a sweet. Correct. I, make... I recently got a pumpkin spice frappuccino. I don't like coffee, so I'm not the best judge for this, but it was very not good. Oh, I like pumpkin spice coffee. I think it's a good combo. But I like coffee. You, or I tolerate coffee. <laughs> Mama, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Not no. the mood, not the moment. It was not for me. They must have used too much syrup or something because it was just like sickly. Was it super sweet? It's sickly sweet. Yeah. You probably yeah. Is they probably put too many pumps. And I had this dog in the car. Yeah. And they were like, "Your dog's so cute." Did they and give you? Like, did they give Bully a pepper puppuccino? Pa- no. Oh. If they were gonna try, I was gonna be like, "I don't want it." <laughs> Please don't make She's fun of me. Smell like milk. It's whipped cream. What is whipped cream made out of? Butter. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> you stop. Yeah. Um, Bailey's never been offered, offered a puppuccino either. Anyways. Kennedy um, has. Oh. Kennedy did, gets them all the time because he's a baby. Did, oh, you, you, he just does not want any. He, he's absolutely not. He's still mad that uh, Bully's here. Oh my God, if Bailey was here, it'd be two Baileys here. And then everyone would be like, which one? Uh, which one's Bailey? Exactly. But then the the girls wouldn't even got to meet Bailey. Well, uh, Jazzy would have been. Oh, Raina would have been so sad if Bailey was here and she didn't get to meet she Bailey. She would have been sad. She would have been mad. And she'd be like... Because she's the one's always asking about where's Bailey. Maybe you should have ate your shrimp fried rice, girl. Uh-huh. Oh, that would have been uh, violent. Anyways, um, so yeah, archery range, what the fuck? Uh, the Andersons, uh, Anderson claimed that he had knocked on the door, but there was no answer, and that he could hear the children playing inside and assumed that Mrs. Straley was taking a nap, so he left. Girl, this, this is a far-fetched lie. It's 7.30 in the morning. Why is she taking a nap? That's just sleep. You're still sleeping. <laughs> Cindy, this is bone. <gasps> She's in Nine Perfect Strangers and it is wild. Brenda Meeks. Hey, she really... Okay, I haven't seen that one yet either. But uh, the other Twitter trend <laughs> that I am obsessed with currently. Have you seen Bones Day and No Bones Day? There is a dog that has somehow taken over TikTok and Twitter within a week, maybe. Um, his name is Noodles. He's a 13-year-old pug on TikTok. And his owner will pick up this dog and decide whether or not the dog, like, the dog is sleep, sleeping in his bed and he just lazy as hell. And the owner will come over and pick him up and, and like, put him back down. And if he puts up his, like, if he stands up, it's a bones day. He has bones. If, wow. he, if he just falls back into bed again, it's a no bones day. So it's literally. He ain't got no bones. It's, he ain't got no bones. Cindy, he's no bones. <laughs> Cindy, this isn't bones. Why has no one created that meme yet? Do it. I'm going to become Twitter famous. <laughs> and in, in, inadvertently become TikTok famous. Uh huh, exactly. Because I'm taking a TikTok that has somehow infiltrated Twitter and making it uh, a meme. And maybe then you'll be relevant to the youths. Nor. Nar. Nar. Will not be. Oh, I can start saying that again. No. Nar. No. No, no. No, 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 no. Pick a different accent. German, no. 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 Okay, no. Nine. 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 Nine what? Nine perfect strangers. Nine perfect strangers. Yes. Brenda Meeks. Uh-huh. Keep going. Okay. Um, so their conversation also touched on topics as diverse as the subject's boyhood speech impediment. Uh, Anderson's the the person who killed her, or person who allegedly 
killed her. Allegedly. Uh, his boyhood speech impediment, his professed interest in anal sex, uh, which uh, Anderson's wife reported uh, reportedly did not share, and the unsolved disappearance of another woman named Larissa Dumansky. Uh, Mrs. Dumansky was a 29-year-old uh, employee of the same company as Anderson, who had vanished from the meatpacking company's parking lot two years before. Anderson did not denied any knowledge of her disappearance. Meanwhile, investigators found a pair of Anderson's blue jeans in the laundry of his trailer. They were stained inside with blood and semen. Later tests on the stain semen later tests on the stains would prove inconclusive as to their source because he had washed them. Uh, so you use a detergent on DNA, it's going to uh, alter that. Well, nowadays it's much different, but back in 1990s, you they were probably like, oh, can't do a PCR test. Whoops. Can't do it. Uh, nowadays, they're like, we can try harder, okay? Um, that's not like, I look back at, like, things that happened in the 90s and early 2000s, and even in other countries right now that, like, don't have as much, like, advanced PCR testing. And I'm like, you guys can literally, like, figure these things out. You absolutely can. I love you're saying PCR tests, and people are just immediate, like, you're getting a COVID test? Well, that's what... <laughs> Yes. But people don't care about it for anything else. Correct. Yes. PCR is just like uh, replicating polymerase chain, chain reaction. reaction. It's a basic scientific test. Very basic. You can do this. And in, I know everything about it. You can do it in like seventh grade. Because I know the the acronym. You did. You did know the acronym. I'm actually kind of proud of you for that. Look at you being smart. Everyone get your booster shot. I know right PCR now. testing. <laughs> My recommendation. A scientist of I the community. I don't get one. <laughs> because Unless you're in need of one. But I, as a scientist, recommend it. Well, J&J is supposed to be getting approved soon for a second shot. How do you feel about being a second shot girl? I will be a second shot girl for but, once. That's what I'm saying. Um. But also the youths are People also... are like, mix and match. And I don't know that I want to mix and match. I think I'd rather just have both the same one. Well, that's... A, apparently, told me someone told me that I could get my Pfizer... Uh, a Pfizer booster. And I was like, uh, I'll just wait until Moderna. Like, I already take my own precautions. Yeah. And then, uh, like, I also understand the vaccine's efficacy already. So, I'm okay with waiting until Moderna has one. Yeah. And then, of course, when Moderna has one, uh, getting that shit immediately. Stick me, bitch. Uh-huh. I will be ready. You know what I'm ready for? Uh-huh. Early November, they say. Children. Yeah, oh, I did are available. see that. Correct. Five to 11-year-olds are going to be approved. And I made... By Miss Pfizer. Is that the, correct? The uh, appointment for uh, their... Um, yearly checkup uh-huh. on December the 1st. Oh. So I'm like, stick them stick too. Em. Stick them. Stick them. Get them. And the em. girls are going to be like, no, we don't want it. Uh, I'm no, like, you guess it. what you're going to get. You have to get it, bitch. Oh. <laughs> don't call my daughter's son. <laughs> I'm sorry that I called him a bitch. <laughs> or bitches. If you will. <laughs> Man, don't bitch. <laughs> then bitches be cray. <coughs> I'm just going to tell him. <coughs> Peppa Pig is doing a collaboration with Adele for getting the shot. So maybe you should get it too. 
Uh, wait, are they really? No. Oh, I was like, hold on. I could believe it, and I hate that. See, thank you. That's I why I do it. Because you made a big fuss about it. A big fuss. No, you made it a big deal by by me doing it. I drew it. no attention to it whatsoever, yeah. <laughs> ever. I feel like it's probably on the podcast, because I don't know when you started recording. So No. no. Anyways. Um, so. Um, yes. So the search also turned up two handcuff keys and a container of black water-soluble spray paint, such as that discovered in his Bronco. When the police interviewed one of Anderson's neighbors, Dan Johnson, he recalled seeing Anderson carefully clean the interior of his blue Bronco on the morning of the 29th. Mr. Johnson reported that Anderson left for a while and returned after uh, around 2 p.m. when he again cleaned the vehicle's interior. Confronted with the handcuff keys, Anderson admitted that they were his, but he didn't own the handcuffs that go with them. Why the fuck would you have keys to a handcuffs that you don't have? Um, like children's handcuffs? What are you talking about? N- uh, these are real handcuffs. No, they're, they're, you can't have those. They're for sex things. <gasps> oh. I assume. But, like, handcuffs for sex things are still technically, like, real handcuffs. Not if they're fuzzy. I think these are still real. No. No. They're made out of plastic. Um, I don't know if sex handcuffs are made out of plastic. Like, if you get them from, like, an actual sex store? You mean you're not just going down to the Dollar General for your sex toys? No, no. If you can believe that. But also, even those plastic ones, when I was younger, those also are not very, uh, you can't really get out of those. But they were made of plastic. If you yeah. wanted to, you could fuck You could them easily up. fuck them up. Yes, absolutely, yes. Step on them and pull your hands up. Correct, but I was also a scared eight-year-old child, so uh, no. And I that was, was also very, when I um, discovered I was not into BDS. <laughs> I was a very robust child, so I could break them. Oh, yes, absolutely. You had bones, so it was bone stay. <laughs> I was robust, so I'd break them, and then I would break into song, mom. <laughs> Jazz <laughs> You're a jive turkey. She's so lucky. Because <laughs> it was the 90s. It's the 90s. It's Britney Spears. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so he also denied uh, Dan Johnson's account of cleaning his Bronco. Vance Straley later picked out Rob Anderson in the lineup as a man who came to his house in the morning of the 26th. His daughter, Shayna, also identified him as the mean man who had forcibly taken his her mother away. Uh... At 1.30 in the morning of August 2nd, the Sioux Falls police arrested Rob Anderson at the uh, meatpacking company and charged him with kidnapping of Piper Straley. They had identified their suspect quickly as a key uh, to success in any criminal case, but the investigation was still a long way from completion. Piper Straley was still missing. Hundreds of officers and volunteers scoured the area around the Straley's trailer looking for evidence, and they found nothing. However... A scientist, a botanist, a plant scientist. Why Why are they involved? Uh-huh. Named Gary Larson from South Dakota State University was able to point the investigation in a more useful direction. Larson identified bits of veg- vegetable matter. Vegetable. Vegetable uh, matter from a toolbox in the back. I have to pop my hand. Sorry. Uh, in the back of the Bronco as homewort and black snake root, which are known to grow along certain wooded stretches of the Big Sioux River north of Sioux Falls, near a small town of Baltic. So he was like, this shit only grows in certain parts. And I discovered this. 
So go there. Like, that's so random, isn't it? Uh, so police realized it was not a coincidence that on July 9th, the day of Piper Straley's abduction, a motorist driving near Baltic had found a torn half of a black and white t-shirt that Mrs. Trailer had been wearing uh, when she was last seen. So they were like, oh no, that report is nothing. That's like way too far away. But then all of a sudden they were like, wait, hold on. That might be something. So that's where Anderson had taken her. Surprise, a botanist figured this out. Uh, oh, you just think because you got a minor in horticulture, you're uh, just you. Uh, that's you now. Uh, you you helped botanist. solve a, uh, a murder in 1996. <laughs> at four. Uh huh. At the age of four. Don't. Is that what four year olds sound like? Have you been around a four year old? Have I been a four year old? <laughs> When the last time you've been around a child? Jazzy was here earlier. Not mine. <laughs> I don't have my own children. Exactly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What? Table flip. Get out of my house. Talk to me when you know something. What if I was like that? Uh, what if you're like super aggressive? Like what? I if- am super aggressive. Bitch. Bad. <laughs> what if, like, you like, like I'm confrontational but not aggressive. Like I'm non-confrontational and not aggressive. Like I will be angry at someone for doing something, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to be fighting about it. Like I'm not going to stew over things for years and never do anything about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Except in in specific instances. Yeah, well, in like recent events, uh, Alejandro was in my bedroom with me when uh, things had gone down, and he was like, "Why were you so like, like combative and like?" Because I'm not gonna stand down from someone yelling at me. Like, that's not how you do that. <laughs> you can't talk to people like that. Uh, that's my opinion. <laughs> uh, I'm and then just... your face just goes <laughs> just eats them. Mm-hmm. What am I it? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, like I wasn't gonna fight, but like I'm not gonna like not argue. I feel like you would lose a fight between you and Aaron. Oh, absolutely. I'm, it, but that wasn't. But I'll be there. That wasn't my problem. <laughs> like a physical altercation, but a physical altercation. Someone hits me, you hit me. Sorry about it. Then what? Legal action, mama. But what if you can't speak? What if you can't call the police? That's a problem. Then I'll just die. Wops. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> She's dead, mama. <laughs> Ooh, bitch, you got a ghost now. Yeah, but anyone in the, the only other two people in the house were him and Savannah. Well, I guess Alejandro too. But like, who else? Who's, and Alejandro was a witness. So what was going to happen? Fight me, bitch. Do it. What Hit me. Psycho. Me? He went psycho. Oh, I mean, I already think he did. Well, he's not psycho. I think he's just a child. This is dumb. There you go. This is all recorded. I love it. <laughs> Take that, bitches. Anyways, um, so. Yeah. So they searched a lightly inhabited area and turned up the other half of that t shirt beneath a small tree. Dangling from a branch directly above it were several lengths of duct tape, wadded up together and matted with human hair, 
that proved to be microscopically indistinguishable from Mrs. Trailer's hair. I love that back in back in 1996, apparently they could not test her hair for DNA, and you can absolutely do that now. Um, what a world that we have grown into in the years that we've actually been alive. Um, nearby were a large dildo and a uh, dildo, dildo, uh, and a large what? Dildo. Literally dildo? A large dildo? Dildo. Did I say that correctly? It was, what's confusing? A dildo? D-I-D-L-O. D-I-L-D-O. That's what I said. D-I-D-L-O. No, I said D-I-L-D-O. Dildo. Isn't that a, isn't that a band? No, that's Diplo. She's stupid. <laughs> She's stupid. Didlo. <laughs> Anyways, um, yes, a dildo. What is it? A a dildo? Like an actual dildo? Like an, an, a... A penis-shaped object. Okay. Yes, a toy. A dildo. I felt like... I feel like... Well, I thought you were describing a land feature. No, it's an archipelago. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> For Christ's sake. And also a particularly used wax candle. Um, I don't know what that means, but I loved that part. <laughs> um, they also had one torn end of duct tape match. Oh, I'm sorry, one torn end of the duct tape matched the roll taken from Anderson's Bronco. The vehicle also yielded hair specimens believed to have come from Piper Straley. Stuck to the back of a folding knife recovered from the Bronco were bits of fiber that also matched her shirt. So he was the one that cut her shirt open. Uh, Anderson was charged with kidnapping Piper Straley and went on trial the following spring. He was not charged with murder since there wasn't yet sufficient evidence to prosecute, prosecute him successfully for that crime. They didn't have a body. Um, the prosecution team led by South Dakota Attorney General Mark Barnett would show the, in, show the jury... Now, the defendant had brought black paint, bought black paint that Monday morning and sprayed it on the Bronco to change the appearance of the vehicle. So he literally, like, took, because he had a blue Bronco, he spray painted it black, went to their house, abducted her, did whatever, came back, or came, no, he did come back to the house. I'll talk about that in a second. Go wash it off and then go back home. So it, it was like, oh, a black vehicle showed up. <laughs> but I have a blue car. He was not the brightest. Um, yeah. So the reconstruction of events uh, derived from, oh, right here, uh, from the evidence, witness, witnesses, and inform, information uh, established that Anderson drove to the Straley's trailer on the 29th. He handcuffed Mrs. Straley, retrieved the note with his name and phone number, carried her out to the Bronco, and then drove to the thinly settled area near Baltic. Securing her to the platform of his vehicle, he gagged Piper Straley with duct tape. He cut her shirt open with a folding knife, sexually assaulted her and killed her, and disposed of the body. Anderson then returned to the Straley's re residence and retrieved a watch that he had dropped during the struggle, as well as the expended shell casing from the, from the round that Shayna reported that he had fired. The second trip of the residence accounts for the Straley's' neighbor seeing him walk from the, Bronco to the, from the trailer to the Bronco. Dan Johnson and other witnesses placed him back at the home in the Bronco, uh, now blue once more, at 2 p.m. that afternoon, which, appear, which means that somewhere along the way he had stopped and watched the black paint off. On May 8th of 1997, Anderson's jury found him guilty of kidnapping Piper Straley. 
uh, but not murdering her, only kidnapping her. Uh, two months later, since circ- uh, two months, two months, blah, 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 two months later, state circuit judge, Judge Boyd McMurchy, McMurchy, uh, sentenced him to life in prison. Um, no one was satisfied with the outcome. Anderson complained in court that he was in, an innocent victim of a vindicative, vind, vindictive, Lorda, uh, vindictive prosecution. Got it. Um, vindictative. Vindictative. I was like, why am I putting so many syllables in this? Uh, a, a, the Anderson told, uh, Barnett, I hope you rot in hell just before his sentencing. Uh, and Barnett said, I might, but... It won't because I convicted Rob Anderson. Uh, in fact, Barnett was no happier about the punishment Anderson received than was the defendant, though for a different reason. The attorney general vowed in court that there would be another day of reckoning. He said sooner or later he'll face homicide charge. Um, you thought I was done, though. Uh, wrong! During the trial, one of Anderson's longtime friends, Jamie Hammer, brought forth evidence as well, which provided investigators with new information concerning Anderson's sexually sadistic and predatory behavior. They learned that Piper was not his only victim. Uh, they also realized that he would have likely continued to prey on women ha- if he hadn't been caught. During police interviews, Hammer said that as far back as high school, he was aware of Anderson's obsession with torturing and murdering women. Hammer was intrigued by the idea as well, and the two men often discussed ways in which they would commit the perfect crime. Why is that? I mean, I guess that's what we're doing. (laughs) But not, like, in a fun way. (laughs) I've never considered or I've ever thought about committing a crime. Correct. Uh, So that's not what we're doing whatsoever. We're talking about... Okay, you're right. (laughs) But we're... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just keep going. You're like, don't say that ever again. <laughs> um, as their conversations progressed and grew more detailed over time, so did their fantasies. It wasn't long before the two men decided to actually act them out. Uh, Hammer and Anderson actually planned abducting a woman together. The two men got wheel poppers and placed them on the road. What's a wheel? Oh, okay. No, like a, they yeah, pops yeah, yeah. your wheel. Uh, they waited for the victim to drive by, run over the poppers, and get a flat tire. It was then they planned to attack the unsuspecting woman. Hammer didn't know it, but Anderson had already pre-selected a victim named Amy Anderson, uh, 26, no relation to him. Um, in November of 1994, Amy drove over the wheel poppers on her way home from a friend's house near T, South Dakota. A- T-E-A? T-E-A. As, I mean, it's no different than soda. Yeah, no, it's totally different because there's more sugar in one than the other. Sweet tea can have a lot of sugar, okay? It's true. Mm. More than pop. Uh Uh-huh. Pop South Dakota. Uh, Soda pop. Mm. Because if you're in the Midwest, you have to... It's soda soda pop, right? Stop. Sis? Uh... Soon her tire went flat and she pulled off the road to change it. As she reached into her trunk to get a spare tire, Anderson grabbed her and carried her off to the road towards a wooded area. Luckily, Amy managed to break free and flag down a passing car that stopped to pick her up. The attempted kidnapping of Amy remained unsolved until there was a breakthrough in the case two years later. When Anderson was on trial for the abduction of Piper in 1996, Amy's case was brought again to the forefront. She was able to identify Anderson in a police lineup, but he would never stand trial for the crime. At the time, he was already convicted of kidnapping for Piper. Kidnapping of Piper. So he was already like, they were already like, oh, he's already in jail. What are you going to do? Sorry. Um, 
Instead well, there's of, a lot you could do. Honestly. Uh, instead, another friend of Anderson's uh, named Glenn Marcus Walker would take the brunt. As it turned out, he too was involved with Anderson and Hammer, uh, Anderson and Hammer in Amy's unsuccessful abduction. Several years later, during his trial, he pled guilty to the offense. However, it would not be the only crime he would admit admit that he committed with Anderson. Investigators discovered there were several that several months before Amy was attacked, Anderson and Walker committed another more gruesome crime. Like with Hammer, Anderson confided with his violent murder fantasies to his lifelong friend, Glenn Walker, who shared a common interest. So he's now talked to two different, so there's three men out there that are just like, yeah, I have the fantasy of abducting and having total control over a woman. Possibly murdering them. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Would you guys just walk around like this? Uh, All three in this tiny ass town in South Dakota. Like, what the fuck? Um, together, they devise an elaborate plan to kidnap Larissa, uh, which is the woman who I mentioned earlier. Uh, Anderson had been... Is it stop- L-A or L-O? L-A-R-I-S-A. She's from Ukraine. Only one S. Uh-huh. She's from Ukraine. <gasps> um, Anderson had been stalking her for several months. Anderson and Walker put wheel poppers in the road specifically to damage Larissa's tires, hoping to abduct her. Uh, after she stopped. However, their plan did not initially work out the way they had hoped because she made the smart decision to not, uh, she experienced many flat tires, but she made the smart decision to never stop in an isolated place. So she always kept on going uh, until she was in a well-lit place with other people, which is always what you're supposed to do. Um, And so they made it difficult to abduct her. It made it difficult to abduct her because the risk of them being caught. And so they tried another method. Uh, since she, this is the woman who worked with, uh, Anderson. He was the janitor and she like was a person. I mean, uh, I don't want to say person. She was, uh, I don't know what her title was. It didn't matter. She worked at the same company he did. Um, and, uh, he approached her in a parking lot where they worked, uh, and held her at knife point and ordered her into his vehicle. Then Anderson and Walker drove Larissa to Lake Vermilion, uh, where they, Uh, And when they arrived at Lake Walker, watched as Anderson dragged Larissa out of the car and raped her several times. Larissa pleaded desperately for her life, but Anderson ignored her. During testimony given by Walker several years after the incident, he informed police that Anderson suffocated Larissa with duct tape and then buried her remains beneath a choke cherry bush. Uh, At the time of Larissa's death, she was approximately six weeks pregnant. So, yeah, she's also pregnant. Shortly after Anderson was convicted for the kidnapping of Piper in 1997, Walker confessed to the police that he was an accomplice in the abduction of Larissa. He told them that he and Anderson methodically planned and carried out the kidnapping, but he claimed that he was not involved in the rape or murder. So he's like, I helped kidnap her, but I didn't do anything else. Um, He also said that he would show the police the location of Larissa's body. On May 20th of that year, Walker led the police to Larissa's shallow, unmarked grave at Lake Vermilion. They dug, uh, when they dug up her remains, they realized that portions of her skeleton were missing. Lots of portions of her skeleton. Uh, in Did he bash her in the head? Uh, no, like, it, it wasn't, like, shattered. It just, like, didn't exist. Like, there was not bones. Cindy, there's no bones. It's no bones day. On May 20th of 1997. Where are the bones? Yeah, May 20th of 1997, there was no bones. There was no bones day, for sure. Where are the bones? Uh-huh. So, uh, 
1999 Midwest News article stated that forensic experts discovered a total of 57 items related to Larissa, which included a tooth, a rib, the bone from the left and right wrist, several fingers, a right foot, and an ankle, several fingernails, and jaw and throat bones. Uh, moreover, they found uh, at and near the grave a pair of work gloves, shell casings, and bullets, Larissa's shoes, and part of her belt, jewelry, and pieces of her clothing. Jewelry? Jewelry. 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 Uh, is that another moment where my accent is shining through? Jewelry. Yeah. Jewelry. 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 Uh... So, the authorities were baffled as to why only part of Larissa's body was present in the grave. There were no signs that large animals disturbed the site because it was neatly covered over. The police would get their explanation from an unlikely source several months later. So, Anderson's prison cellmate, Jeremy Brunner, contacted the Attorney General's office in August of 1997 with information about Anderson's crimes. He told them that Anderson bragged excessively and in great detail about the murders of Piper and Larissa during a one-week period in which they shared a cell. One week. This man was like, yeah, I'm a badass. I killed two bitches. Like, so you going to tell everybody? Uh-huh. you going to tell everybody? Uh-huh. So Brunner was able to provide them with, with significant evidence, which would further implicate Anderson. Brunner told the authorities that Anderson admitted that he was a serial killer and that he kept trophies of his victims at his grandmother's house. He even told Brunner the precise location of these items. They were later found exactly where he said, tucked between the ceiling and the wall of Anderson's grandmother's basement. Uh, yeah. The stash included a ring and a necklace belonging to Piper and Larissa, as well as Anderson's gun. Anderson told Brenner that he believed Walker might tell the authorities about the murders. He also had a feeling that Walker would reveal the location of Larissa's body. In order to prevent the police from discovering the identity of Larissa, if ever found, if ever found, which could link the murder to him, Anderson decided to remove her skull and teeth from the shallow grave. It was suggested the remains were exhumed. Uh, that were exhumed were then thrown from Anderson's car window as he drove from the scene. So at some point, he just kind of tossed them laxatisically, apparently, and... Convertible. Yeah. He's got a... A A head scarf. Head scarf. Giant sunglasses. sunglasses. Uh Smoking. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. Just throwing teeth and skulls. Selma Louise. Uh Uh-huh. But there's nobody there. Go over a cliff. Skeleton. Bones. Bones. Cindy, that's Bones. It's Bones. It's a Bones day. Uh, so, uh, Anderson decided to... Oh, I said that. Uh, it was suggested that the remain. No, I said that. Brunner's story explained why the police found only portions of Larissa's body. Brunner claimed that Anderson also bragged about uh, abducting Piper. He said that Anderson admitted to raping and strangling her before disposing of her body in the Big Sioux River. Witnesses said that they saw Anderson on several occasions the day of Piper's disappearance... Uh, Brunner explained that the reason for this was because Anderson forgot his watch and the tent, uh, and that the tent and forgot his watch and the tent. So the blue tent that he took from, uh, Nathan, the little boy and returned to the trailer to retrieve them. Mm -hmm. During another conversation, Anderson asked Brunner to murder Walker because he distrusted him and didn't think he would remain silent about the crimes. After Brunner agreed, Anderson drew up two maps for him. One of the maps depicted the location of Walker's house, and the other map showed where Anderson's grandmother lived. He told Brenner that in her basement he could find his gun. 
Even though Brunner agreed to kill Walker when he got out of prison, he had no intention of actually following through with the deed. Instead, Brunner stuck, struck a bargain with the police, exchanging the information he gathered for a shorter prison sentence. Brunner's testimony, along with that taken from Walker and Hammer, proved to be instrumental in securing another conviction. On September 4th of 1997, uh, Anderson was charged, in, uh, charged with the murdering of Larissa Dumansky. Uh, Anderson's friend Walker was tried for his crimes in March of 2000. He pled guilty to the attempted kidnapping of Amy Anderson, accessory to kidnapping and first-degree murder in a conspiracy to kidnap Larissa Dumansky. He received a total of 30 consecutive years behind bars at the South Dakota State Penitentiary. In January of 2002, Anderson filed for a death sentence appeal with the South Dakota Supreme Court. According to the Aberdeen News, his lawyers presented 18 issues in their appeal. Some of the arguments included raised included a secret deal between prosecutors and Jamie Hammer in exchange for testimony. Anderson claimed that he was not tried separately for the abduction of uh, and murder of Larissa, nor did he get the chance to confront Shayna, and that he was denied his Shayna was a three-year-old at the time. Uh, which, like, if you wanted to confront, like, you're going to confront a four-year-old. What are you going to do to a four-year-old? Um, Waterboard. And uh, he was denied... Honestly, eat your food. <laughs> uh, and he was denied his right to make a statement to the jurors before his penalty was handed down. The Supreme Court met to discuss Anderson's appeal in March of 2002. However, they did not get to make a decision on that appeal. Because on March 30th, while awaiting the outcome of his appeal, Robert Leroy Anderson committed suicide. He was found hanging by a sheet tied to a bar... He was placed in isolation because he was found in possession of a razor blade, and it was assumed that he was likely trying to use that razor blade as a weapon of self-destruction. Uh, approximately three months after Anderson killed himself, his father, uh, before, I'm sorry, uh, three months before Anderson killed himself, his father also committed suicide. He died from a gunshot wound to his head. His father's actions may have been uh, been the catalyst which prompted him to take his own life. A reporter, is quote, a reporter quoted Piper's husband, Vance, saying, this is what we were after anyways. It just saved, saved some time, money, and effort. Uh, after Anderson committed suicide, the Supreme Court of South Dakota dismissed his uh, appeal. Uh, court documents suggested they would have upheld Anderson's criminal convictions anyways, so he was not going to get passed for an appeal. Uh, another factor in his suicide could have been that he knew that he was going to be denied. So uh, this was kind of a serial killer, plus one, plus two, plus three. Uh, since it was a whole situation in Sioux Falls. With a whole host. Ho a whole gaggle. Did you know a group of sharks is called a shiver? I did not know that, but I love that. But a also whole shiver of things. Aren't sharks normally in... They're, they're normally solitary animals. Sometimes they do hunt in packs. In shivers. I did not know that. Did you learn this on Shark Week recently? You can't talk about... Bones like Day that. or no? Oh, yeah, that is Shark Week. It's hunting. Yeah. Well, apparently it's cuffing season right now, so that's a uh, that's a whole different hunting season. <laughs> for the girls, for uh -huh. the dolls, for mama. the gays, mama. Um, no, I was listening to something that maybe I'll cover on here someday. Oh, <gasps> Shark Week. <laughs> it involves sharks. <gasps> Vaginas. Yes, the scariest yes. thing I can think of. Uh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. THX. Uh -huh. <laughs> wow. 
Is that your story? But hold on, you thought I was going <laughs> to be like, you said it was 11 pages. I was expecting you to talk for 56 <laughs> minutes. What if I kept going? Oh my God, I would poop my pants. Like, that's too much. And you don't do that? These are nice chairs. Please don't do that. It's because I'm big. Well, I'm tubby, and I would never. <laughs> I have to. Uh, Wait. <laughs> More arthritic. I have to laugh. I have to laugh. <laughs> this one over here has to be like this, though. I have to laugh. <laughs> I have to laugh. I'm not even like showing my palm myself. It's like I have to laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's just full. I have to I laugh. Have to laugh. Um, no, I can't tell this on the podcast. <laughs> my and, clapping's too loud for children. It's fine. Uh, they're dead asleep. The other one was over here asleep while we were just laughing and geeking <laughs> about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you're asleep. Go, go. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Anyways. That's the traditional Native American rain song for when they want the rain to come. Sorry, I can't do that. That's that's uh, uh, not PC. <gasps> oh! Is that what we're doing tonight? Make it happen. Sus. Okay, about it. Um, I would also like to talk about things that involve things that are things. Things that are spoopy? <gasps> thems that are theys, but also theys that are thems. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Uh, so, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of a country called France. I've never heard of a country. Well, it's in the, uh... The more uh, western portion of Europe, um, where people have lived for centuries, um, literal centuries, um, they've been there, and they've they've ate they've eaten bread, eaten, they've eaten bread, and been people, and had drank good wine, and smoked cigarettes, and. And made music and love and cinema. 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 They they would do what they watch movies. They yes, darling. Yes. Movies. How long do you think? How fucking dare you? How long do you think that cinema has been uh, a thing? Well, she's been doing drag for a little while. <laughs> a couple huh? years. Keep going, because it it takes the varnish off the table. I got it. I got it. Have you heard of the word varnish before? Have I heard it before? It's probably French. I've... Anyways, France is a country. Yes, uh-huh. 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 we are all in agreement of this. Yes, this fact. France exists, and it, they have wine and movies and cinema, and they've only been a country for uh, centuries. centuries. Tell me something you know about France. Uh, they have baguettes. How, what did you call me? You can't say that on this this podcast. You are a bagot. <laughs> you bagot. <laughs> Anyways, I want to talk about one of the most infamous crimes, oh, murders, okay. in French history. Oh, we. Oui. But first. But first, we must have salute. a kiki. Salut. Uh, wait, what do they say? What's the cheers in France? Salut. Sal- <laughs> okay. <laughs> ciao. Uh, ch- ciao. 
Uh, Chow, apparently, they, you can use it in any freaking uh, European hello, language. Means hello, goodbye. Exactly. Uh, get out of my house. Whenever, break a window. Yeah. Do you whenever, want something to eat? Whenever I was saying in German, they were like, oh, here's Chow. And I was like, isn't that Italian? And I was like, because it was one of the first weeks I was taking German. And uh, we got our German names. My German name was Maximilian. How? Like, Christoph would have been perfectly fine. But I got Maximilian. No, that's Norwegian. Uh-huh. I've seen Frozen. Yeah. My German name would be Klaus. Okay. Why? That's what I picked. Well, I picked Maximilian somehow, so... What uh, would your Polish name be? Uh, Sven. That's also Frozen. Yes. Why do I like uh, uh, Frozen names? Your Yugoslavian name. Elsa. Damn it! <laughs> Shit! It's not Vitaslav? It's <laughs> <Yes>, Vitaslav. <laughs> Anya. That's Volga. Vol- Volga. With a V. That's a good one. Volga. Volga. <laughs> okay, if you were from... If you were from Jordan, where what would your name be? I feel like I'd be like a simple just like Omar. Krishnan. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's his, I don't think that's, that's his Jordi, that's Jordan, Jordanian Indian, name. It? it is. This more South Indian. Okay. South Asian. Kazakhstan. Girl. Just go with it. I, <laughs> I got nothing. I don't, I don't know any Kazakhstan. Hafiz? Kafi. Girl, I have no idea. Okay. I don't okay. know any Kazakhstan. Okay. Colombia. Uh, I'd be Philippe. Jorge. South Africa. Uh, some Dutch name. Johan. He, uh, Chelsea. That's a boy's no. name. <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> Susan. <laughs> Shelby. What's wrong with that? I'm just saying... Jap- Japan. Japan. Uh, <laughs> if you're Japan. from Japan. Chie. Asko. Okay. Ahsoka. That's a that's Star Wars. <laughs> that's Ashoka. Okay, if you were from Russia, but you were from the East Coast. You're from... Uh, East Coast of Russia? Vladivostok. Vladivostok. Do you know, even know what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. Vlad... What is that? Hey, no. Uh, no. Yekaterina. Yekaterina. Yes. Yeah. I'd be Boris. Anyways. <laughs> so, tangent. France is a country uh-huh. where people live and for centuries. And it's only existed recently. And one yes. of the... Yes. Work. One of the most infamous murders was the murder of Giseline de Ranty. Okay. Or... The Omar Radad affair. Oh. So, Gisèle de Ranty, uh, born as Gisèle Marchal, was the daughter of an industrial. Uh, so, I wrote this two weeks ago. So, I'm yes, just I'm letting sorry. everyone know that I am. Uh, Spencer was prepared two weeks ago. I was not. I was having a live crisis. So, I'm just saying that I may not be. As good as I would have been last week, and it's all your fault, but it's, it's not your fault. It's all my fault. So, Ghislaine Marshall was the daughter of an industrialist who was involved in the French resistance during the Second World War. 
Um, there was not a lot about her her youth, except for the fact that she was very privileged. Because, um, of course, her dad was a war profiteer, which is uh, the worst kind of person. Yeah, but France was like one of the first countries, besides Poland, who was like taken over. Well, yeah, but I mean, there were still war profiteers well, in yes. France. There was a section of France that was not taken over. Mm-hmm. Vichy France. Mm. the south of france and the french colonies yes which is not france not france <laughs> we're not close not to france so <laughs> um so yeah this, so she divorced her first husband with whom she had a son um, yes bitch work and in power 19- play she yeah <laughs> we'd love to see it um, in 1991, she uh, was the wealthy widow of Jean-Pierre Marchal, who was the owner of a famous company that supplied equipment for automobiles. Oh. And sister-in-law... Important. Money. Mm-hmm. Sister-in-law of the president of the Paris Bar Council, Bernard de Bigault du Granou, Gran Route. Um, so she spit, split her time between her main house in Switzerland and her Ville Le Chamade, which she had built in the hills of Mujan. So she's super rich. She's very, very oh, rich. Oh, hey, I've got this 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 uh, house in uh, Switzerland, but also I'm rich in other places. Thanks. Yes. I love that. I think it's stupid. I love rich people. <laughs> I think it's very stupid that rich people in Europe have tiny houses that are just in the middle of places. And there's just like 30,000 rooms. Yes. It's just like it's the same as okay, it's probably like two of the two of this house. But there's like 19 rooms. Uh-huh. Cuz the, the rooms have like one bed and like a little dresser in there. It's a library yeah. and it has a window and and two bookcases. Well, that's like the the house that I looked at potentially purchasing before I decided to rent uh but I was not ready to purchase yet. Um was a it was seven seven hundred and seventy square feet, but it was a three bedroom house. Uh huh. Like then the bedrooms were like, here's this hallway that's a bedroom. Here's this hallway that's a bedroom. Here's a master bedroom that's not a bedroom still. That's but the size it's of a regular bedroom. Bigger, in a exactly. House. And it had one bathroom in the kitchen and like a, a somehow a living room. Like how did you fit my apartment that I used to live in was somehow like eight hundred square feet. It was one bedroom, a living room, dining room, and a kitchen. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. But that's how that that happens. So, there you work. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, on Sunday, the 23rd of June, 1991, around 11.48 a.m., Giseline Marshall chatted on the phone with her friend Erica S. She <laughs> planned for her friend to come to Le Chamade for lunch the following day. Um, and Giseline told her that she was in a hurry because she needed to go get ready to have lunch with her friends, Mr. and Mrs. K., Oh, boy. Uh, She was going to their house at 1 o'clock. She ended their conversation at 11.50, and that was the last time anyone who was close to her had any contact with her. So she was supposed to be somewhere at 1, but did not show up? No. So Mr. and Mrs. K were surprised that Ghislaine was late, and they tried calling her several times at around, like, 1.30, and then again at 6. And then Colette, the the Mrs. K uh, drove down to Le Chamade and she rang the doorbell, but nobody answered. And later in the day they called her again, but nobody answered. So she was supposed to show up at 11, 
or as she's supposed to show up at uh that one didn't come uh well she i mean i don't think she came but she was supposed to be at this place <clears throat> i have to ask if i was supposed to come to the podcast and like we like i'd agreed like yeah we're coming to the podcast i wouldn't think of you for two days well that that's honestly a, like a legit question like uh, if like i didn't show up that night and like i didn't respond to your text message like would you just be like all right like he's like i'd probably drunk. text you and be like you fucking bitch exactly and then leave it alone and then if i didn't respond to that still then you'd be like oh shit something something's going on it would take like a week <laughs> he hasn't responded to me what's going on here like he's sick because like know. i've always like i i've slipped out of my bathtub before and i was, was like so what if i fell down and like cracked my head like no one would find me do you, are you saying that you want want somebody to to um care about you more no please okay <laughs> okay as long as we're clear yeah it, i don't i don't want that honestly the blackberry is better the blackberry is the best. I didn't try the the orange one. The orange yet, one is, was pretty decent. I if you like orange flavor, it, like it tastes pretty good, in my opinion. Do you need another one? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. So <clears throat> nobody answered the phone, and so then on Monday the twenty fourth of June, Erica, who was invited to lunch, came over at the presumed time of eleven thirty. Um, and so she rang the doorbell, and she was like, hey, bitch, come on, let me in. We gonna kiki. Thank you. Is that what they say in France? Oh, no, they say, hey, bitch, <laughs> let me in. I was going to come over to kiki. Come on. <laughs> um, and nobody answered. And so uh, then she was like, well, that's weird. That's suspicious. Do you know that? No. The Cardi B reference? No. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Ciao. Anyways. Yeah. So uh, Eric S. was calling Miss Colette and a third friend, Francine. And she was like, what the fuck is going on in here on this day? <laughs> um, and so then Francine was like, hold on. I'll send the gardener over because these people got money. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the gardener over. Um, and so uh, he went over there. Uh, sorry, the security company. Um, <laughs> the house was dark and silent and showed no traces of a break-in. The blondes were uh, the blondes. The blinds were drawn in the bedroom, and um, the bed was not made. There were glasses, a diary, a breakfast tray in the kitchen. Uh, the keys were in the door, which remained unlocked, and the alarm was not activated. Oh. Uh, it, it seemed as though Ghislaine Marshall just, just left. up and left. And then the true crime uh, TV show goes to a commercial. Oh, I love that. Did you just, like, write what they were saying? Like, while you were watching? Cymbalta. <laughs> <laughs> Have you felt... I don't know what Cymbalta is. I don't know. Is that, it's just, is it medical commercials uh, are... like, these people are having, like, a really relaxing time in the park They're having a great time right having uh, heart conditions uh, and uh, random kidney disorders that can literally leave them on life support. Like I, I don't. I These don't... people that are on antipsychotics are having a great time at the zoo. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. No, but also uh, anti. No, no. Drug commercials are something that like people from other countries come here and like. Why are you advertising for drugs? Your doctor should just know these. Yeah. 
and like be able to help you. Do you want to watch that dope sick thing about the opium? Uh, well, um, I, I know, heard it. I, I know. Heard it. That's crazy. It's, it's too late. That was a lot of gas. Um, people, white people addicted to, op- or to opiates is the same as anyone else being addicted to crack. But they're white, so they get more information and more and they, sympathy. They also get it. So I want to know for free without being arrested. The uh, show on television called Dope Sick. Are you interested in it? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't... I'm mildly interested. In it. Okay. Then yes, sure. I could be. I, have I could to dabble. Watch the last episode of American Horror Story, though. I have to dabble. I have to dabble in Squid Game and apparently Nine Perfect Strangers and apparently there's another Midnight Mass. Is it thing? Uh, people... It's not that great. Oh, people <clears throat> were raving about it. See, well. <clears throat> you know what else people are raving about? What? Great British Bake Off. I have never heard anyone rave over Great British Bake Off. Girl, you are looking the wrong places. Everyone raves over Great British Bake Off. On Pinterest? No, I'm not on a Pinterest. Their Instagram account recently has been lit. They have been doing the most on Instagram. And they're also inappropriate. <laughs> and I love that. And I'm like, aren't you a BBC show? The BBC don't give a fuck. They're, they're supposed to give a little bit of a fuck. They don't. They don't give a fuck. They're like, our acronym coincides with something else now. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. We are. We also have RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> so we up, do bitch. not give a fuck. Well, there's BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Three. Yeah, BBC but I don't. Four. BBC R. Our PDR is on BBC Four. <laughs> I love that. It's like it's not where your kids should go. Uh, oh, oh, uh, to be British. Well, well, hold on. Canadians <laughs> are kind of British subjects, so I'm a little, a little bit British. Bad. Commonwealth of Um Sorry. Oh. Oh. So, yeah. They, um... The security company employee returned to Francine, and they were, like, we... She, we don't know what happened, where she is. We! Like, we... No, no, no. no. We don't know what that happened. Sent me so much. We, <laughs> and it's just so funny because like I can see because they're French. I can yeah. see it in both languages. Is, uh, this is like W E and then O U I I I like we. <laughs> Guess what Jada Essence Hall's new tag on Twitter is? What Jada Essence Hall? Oh we. <laughs> I love her. She's ridiculous. Our queen. I fucking... Because, like, she was such, like... I I will not lie. Like, season 12, I counted her out, like, not... I, like, I knew that she was going to make it far, but I didn't think that she was going to win. Uh, just because I was like, oh, she's a pageant queen. Like, the comedy challenge is going to come up and do something to her. Comedy challenges served her. And it proves true nowadays. Because, like, somehow Aquaria won, and I still don't find her funny. But, like, Jada Essence... Jada Essence Hall... Or, or, Aquaria is not good no but jade essence hall is fucking hilarious so like she proved that she is actually like an all-around queen and i'm like bitch you are absolutely like the fucking real shit vodka tequila (laughs) 
And that wasn't even a, a thing. It was just like a random video. Oh, see, I have no idea what that was, but there were two memes that were. She was yelling ch- at Violet Chachki because uh, she was trying to serve drinks to Violet after a show or before a show. I don't know. Uh, and uh, she was like, well, what do you want? And, and Violet's like, oh, I want this like specific brand. And she goes, uh, I don't know what that is. You can have vodka or tequila. Like, and she's oh. kind of yelling that at Violet Chachki. And Violet's sitting there in like full geesh, like just like. Mm. LOL. That's well, funny. the two were Evil J to be like, look over here. Yes. And then Evil J to be like, no tequila, no vodka. Correct. Exactly. I loved that one because I was like, that's funny because she owned that, that video. She was like, absolutely. Like, always like, tequila, vodka, tequila, vodka. Like, you all have vodka, tequila. Like, it's good. You should watch it. It's a, it's a, it's a, Internet sensation. I'll teach you about the internet when you're uh, older. Well, the French people have lived in France for <laughs> centuries. I would have known by now oui. if there were internets. <laughs> Do you ever look at languages sometimes and you're just like... No. I've never looked at words. Well, you look at languages and how they differ and you're just like, how did you get these different words from different things? You know? Yes. So there was. Because, like, French and Spanish and Italian are all supposed to be, like, related. Yeah, also, but French are... is, like, the, like, bastardized. Exactly. Version. They are they are just, like, like let me fuck this shit up. And I look at European history and I'm like, how did you guys do this? I was watching something. It was, like, somebody trying to create a, a universal language. And France was like, I want to call. Uh, women and women things all femme. Everything is femme. And the universal language guy was like, okay, cool. And then it was like, Spanish, what do you want to call your wife? And it was like, oh, I want to, I want to, I want these two words to be similar. I want my wife to be esposa, but I want handcuffs. To be espousas. <laughs> and he was like, well, 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 why do you want to do that? And they were like, well, no, because the, the wife, she's like handcuffs. You're like, you're li- it's just together. You're together, like, together, you together gotta, all the time. Well, the, look at German. Uh, uh, Schieß is uh, to shoot and uh, scheiß is to shit. I'm serious. Things are being projected. You, you literally just move two vowels and there are two different things. S C H I E S S is to shoot sheets, and then S C H E I S S is shice is to shit to poop. There's well, a very... that makes sense because things are both leaving. An object <laughs> is leaving another object. I don't think, and then then sneeze is snow. If you add an in in there somehow, it well, that's snow. just that's just uh... to snow. That's just magical and romantic. I look at languages and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, what the fuck happened? None of you guys make any sense. And like Germanic languages that are all, or Slavic languages that are all like kind of some, because Germanic and Slavic somehow are different. Um, uh, I look at it, I'm, I'm just like, how are you guys, what, you guys are all related somehow, but like you're not. I don't get it. Anyways, uh, your story. We haven't finished uh, about... Je- We're je- almost at two hours. I love that. Keep going. <laughs> so, um, bum, 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 bum. 
<laughs> we, we did go on a tangent. I'm sorry. Uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Girl. So, yeah. Oh, the, so the, the doctor came over to the house and was like, uh, yeah, don't know where Ghislaine is. So they found jewelry. They found an open handbag, which didn't contain any cash, but no trace of the owner. Uh, so on July 24th, 1991, in the evening, the police were alerted and they arrived at the house. After searching the house, they become interested in the annex uh, to the main house, a flight of stairs descending into a, a cellar which had not been visited. Um, the metal door, of course, is locked. After they unlock it, the door would not open any more than two centimeters. One of the officers pushed with all his might after he fed his arm through the gap and found that a folding bed had been placed against the door on the inside. What, did they find a fucking dungeon? It's her basement. It's Europe, so dungeon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the walls aren't made of stone. They're still plaster. Are you sure? Well, there's plaster over the stone. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he manages to push the bed out of the way. He could sit over a little bit more, but there's a metal pipe on the floor. Damn, they were obstructing justice. They literally were. Literally. But how do you put that all up there without being inside? Oh. Um, so then um, they managed to, to get the... Well, of course, the door is like all fucked up now because they've been mm. like shoving their bodies at it. Um, and so they, they get the tube out of the way, um, and they go inside. So at the back of the cellar, Ghislaine Marshall lies face down with her legs pointing to, um, the bag wall. Maybe I went back the back wall. Um, <laughs> her arms were stretched the out. The bag her. wall. Stretch out. <laughs> Big bags. A big bag. Anyway, uh, so her arms are stretched out in front of her on the ground, and she's dressed in only a bloodstained bathrobe pulled up above her waist. Oh. Um, so the doctor's first observations on the 24th were, uh, and also the autopsy that was performed on her on the 28th, revealed severe injuries, five violent blows to the head carried out with a rafter, a big-ass piece of wood, uh, quote, to kill and not to knock her out, end quote, which caused open cuts on her head and cerebral edema, a V-shaped cut on her throat, which mis missed the trachea and the big arteries of the neck, 10 cuts along her thorax and on the abdomen caused by a double-edged uh, double taper blade measuring 15 to 20 centimeters long, um, 10 inches, uh, and, and a maximum of two uh, inches, an, an inch wide, which provoked a hernia of internal organs and three cuts to the liver. Two that is her... a massive blade. That's like a like a. I mean, it's a kitchen knife. It's ten. No, that ten inches. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a. It's like a. It's, it's like a bread knife. It's not serrated. It's double edged, double so it's edged. a dagger. That's a dag. That's not a kitchen knife. I mean, it's it's a size of like a butcher's knife, but double edged. Okay. Mm. I don't ever use that knife in my butcher block. I like. I don't really enjoy. I I always go for the big knives, but I don't think I always need to. 
I go 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 for the big nights when I'm doing fish and like meat and stuff like that. I do it for like cauliflower and broccoli. No, I use the I I don't use the like miniature knives. I use like the medium ones that I've got. Um, but like I have veggie knives that are like have like the uh like the little, like they're not serrated but they have, have the little like uh humps on them. <laughs> if that makes any sense? No, that's a cheese knife. No. Anyways, okay. Um, so <laughs> it, it provoked a hernia. The victim lay on the floor immobile for, uh, immobile after having received the injuries, at least for long enough for the blood to coagulate approximately seven minutes, bringing her hands, uh, injuries and fractures of the hands, a finger almost ripped off, suggested that she protected herself by bringing her hands to her face and several scrapes along her arms and legs. In particular, the sides of the soles of her feet and the backs of her knees were scraped up from being in a scuffle. She, yeah, she was trying to resist. Um, as, as there were traces of dust and cement in the robe, suggesting that the victim had been dragged on the ground. Forensic experts note that it had been possible to uh, determine the order in which the blows were delivered. None of them were immediately fatal, but they were after approximately 15 to 30 minutes of agony. Captain Georges Sancy noted that the assassin seemed determined, but also clumsy. The cellar's metal door opened into a hallway on the left uh, was written in her blood, Omar Matuel, is in well-formed letters, one meter above the ground level on a locked white door leading into the white wine cellar. A bloody trace is visible under the inscription in the front of the metal door on the back of the main room. The sentence is partially written again on the door of the boiler room, Omar Matu. The second inscription, as the investigators and called it, lower than the first, is barely, le- barely legible. It is situated on the boiler room side of the door because the door was blocked open. It is facing the entrance of the room but not the boiler room where the so body was. So they wrote their inscriptions where they where she died? So it was said that she wrote where she was found. Just above her, she wrote Omar Matue. Oh, so she was still alive, potentially. What they say is that. They wrote that there, and then the back of the door where the police were trying to come in closer to the ground level she tried to finish she tried to write it again but she didn't finish the sentence mm. so who is omar mm. the gardener of course um omar radad who was the one who was sent to go find her yes no the security company oh you, you said i said it earlier but i did. made a mistake sorry sorry um see he had worked with he did work with men see i'm listening <laughs> Even when you're wrong. <laughs> Bravo, bitch. Uh-huh. So Omar Radad was Mademoiselle Marshall's uh, gardener for some years, uh, as well as the other local elite, like Francine. Uh, he was a man of Moroccan descent living in France, and he was known well to his customers as being extremely hardworking and trustworthy. So much so that oftentimes he would not take the full his full pay if he didn't feel like he did an adequate enough job Mm-mm. the 90s yeah, yeah. the fuck what the fuck is this um 
he was immediately arrested and charged with the crime um, because Ghislaine basically fingered him, right? I mean, she said it was him. Well, someone wrote it somewhere. Somebody nearby who is named Omar killed me. It must be this man. Yeah. The the non-white guy. Yeah. That's him. Um, So things are a little gray, I believe. For one, Omar Rajad could only speak French, but otherwise he was illiterate. Yeah. He could not write in French. Um, it didn't uh, specify whether or no whether or not he can could write in Arabic. But why would he have written his own name though? Exactly. Um, he had a Wait, fair... so you're not you're saying that she didn't write his name? Oh, Omar had a, a, a fairly clear alibi of working at Francine P's home on the day of the murder, and um, he had a very clear criminal history. He had not been accused of anything in his past. Um, he was only accused because his name was found. His name was found. Omar. Just Omar. Omar. Just found at the crime scene. Um, so it brings us to what the actual accusation actually said. Omar Mathieu is basically Omar killed me in English, but French is a little silly. So Omar Mathieu, the way she wrote it is, um, tuer is to be killed. Omar is to be killed. T-U-E-R is to kill. Is So in French, there's the infinitive of a verb. So to kill. Um, and if you're going to conjugate it for like he killed, it'd be il tué. But it'd be T-U-E accent. Mm. Or uh, il tué, it, it would change. There, wouldn't, there would never be an R. At the uh-huh. end of the word, if it were to be like, I was killed by this person. In Matue. So you think someone's framing Omar? Yes, because, well, that's the controversy. So the, the it should it should be in ma, uh, Omar Matue, T U E, accent agu E. But it wasn't, it was E R. Um, so. So it sounds like Spanish. I mean, all all romance languages will do that. Okay. Uh, so she, why would why would she had already said? He, he, it 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 connotates that like he's going to kill me, not I'm already dead. Why mm. would she write? He's, I was. I'm dying or something. Omar like that. killed me. Omar's going to kill me mm. rather than. Omar did it. Uh-huh. I died because of Omar. Yeah. It's it's more of the fact that, like, you know, like, Spencer was here. Yeah. Obviously, the person who wrote it was Spencer. Uh-huh. So, and Gislaine was a very well-educated woman. Uh-huh. She went to school. She went to college. If she were the person writing this, why would she write it so incorrectly? Mm-hmm. People were like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for her to be like, Omar would be the one who would ever kill me. If he did it, he might. Instead of just he did Omar. It, period. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where a lot of the confusion comes. Um I mean, people thought that she could be confused because of her injuries. 
No. But how would she have gotten up? So the first inscription is a meter above the floor. She would have had to have been standing to write that. A meter is, is two, no, uh, a meter is what, three feet? So I'm like a meter 80. So that's like half here. Like so she, she'd be have to be like midsection. all the way up. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else wrote this. Yeah. So um, this would be standing position, at very least a seated writing overhead, let alone travel across the room to write it again at the floor level. Yeah, you're you're sitting or you're standing at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghislaine had the strength to move. She, if 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 she had the strength to move over to the other door after all her injuries, after she stood up and wrote it on the wall, why would she not just try to get to a place where she would be more accessible to other uh-huh. people instead of just laying behind a locked and barricaded door? Uh-huh. Um, so, regardless, the French justice system decided that this was enough to convict Omar, and he was s- sentenced to eighteen years. In prison in 1994. Just by a name. A Be- name. Your name is Omar and you're a gardener of hers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Radad had always rema- maintained his innocence. And in 1996, he received a partial pardon from the French president, Jacques Chirac, and the re- at the request of the king of Morocco, Hassan II, which reduced his sentence to four years and eight months. And he was re- immediately released. Yes, he... he- been there already because he didn't do it yes um it was taking advantage of somebody who doesn't live in the and taking advantage of an immigrant mm-hmm. um so while happy to not be behind bars for a crime he didn't commit Radad is still seeking to be exonerated from the incident no other information from Gislaine's killer has other ever been found and as of june 2021 the case is set to be retried to clear Omar Radad's name, but there's still no um, leads in her actual killer. Wait, so what happens if this this uh, trial does not clear his name? Does that mean like the, the, they don't? He won't go back to jail. I was gonna say like, did, does he go back to jail? Like, what's what's he's the? He's just trying to tell everyone I didn't do it. Yeah, stop blaming me for something I didn't do. That poor baby's like, I I don't think he did it either. I like, don't, I don't I think he's no, any part of that. Yeah, me neither. I think that someone killed him, and, and they so, but I think it's someone that knew him and knew that, or at least knew the family enough that he was their oh, gardener. He's a scapegoat, yeah, it's, huge scapegoat. You're the family. You you are uh, an immigrant. You're a person who are who who's doing all the uh, like gardening. You're always there. You're ever present. Essentially, essentially, you're ever present. So why the fuck wouldn't you kill them? You know, like that's uh, really shitty. Really shitty. Really fucking shitty. That was like the uh, Amanda uh, Amanda Knox. Amanda Knox. Yes. In uh, her roommate. The roommate in, in in the like the Italy trial that they just kept on bringing her back. She's like, girls, I don't have anything to do with this. Like, and then she she like like kept on being called back and being put in jail and all the other stuff. Uh, I mean, that's like. I mean, she she was a a pretty white girl, so everyone was like, "This is a massive situation." So this is, I mean, an immigrant from a uh, from Morocco. So people were like, "No, this is not important, girl. This is important." I think it's a little different because Amanda Knox was not Amanda Knox had a little bit. She I had mean, a closer relationship. Yeah. Yeah, Amanda Knox was 
friends with this person, not just and live with them. Yeah, a a random. Yeah, you're right. Not just a random name, Omar. (laughs) Yeah, Omar Radad was was really just like fucked over by this woman. Yeah, and it's a tragedy that she she passed and that somebody murdered her. Uh We really should be able to figure out who what happened to her, but just because somebody's name is written in blood on a door doesn't mean necessarily that they've done it. Yeah. But also if she was writing her own, especially from a man who's illiterate in French uh and can't write things in French and like, I don't know. Even if he understood French, like if he understood French enough, maybe he conjugated the words wrong. But like, why would he be like, "I did it"? Exactly. Well, I want to say like, "This is me. I'm Omar. That that is the one who did it." Like, and he conjugated it wrong. Clearly, conjugated it, like as a non-existent conjugation in French. So like, if you were no, still... as the the infinitive like to kill. Yes, Omar. I is to kill. I am going to kill. Yeah. So he didn't con- conjugate it properly at all which i guess would make more sense for someone who was illiterate but he's he i would if i was literate i would not be able to conjugate anything so like i mean us describing conjugation in english to english speaking people talking about french is difficult and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense but the way that it is described and the, the my notions and intelligence of french is it's basically basically like Omar, uh, she sh- she to be killed to kill. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. It it's nonsensical, like whatsoever. Yeah, and they only took note of the name. Yeah, that was written Omar. This is random person is Omar. This is his the gardener's name was Omar. I can't believe that. That's. But then I look at, like, cases in France that, like, we had, uh, you talked about earlier, was that guy that was from Japan and ate someone. And he's walking free currently and making millions of dollars off of his book deals. Well, I don't, I don't think he's doing that anymore. But, yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> language barrier is a big thing with crime. He, he was, uh, he got off because he went back to his home country Japan, and they yeah. only have a, a certain statute sealed, of limitations sealed copy and so they can't get that but i mean i mean i know it's different it's just like hearing these these things but piss me off i don't know i don't know whatever yikes yikes big, big yikes, yikes. Yeah. shut up Ch- oh don't steal my my don't verbiage talk about my, you know what i want to talk about Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff is our sister podcast, the premier destination for. Let's talk about gay stuff. They stuff. talk about gay stuff. Stuff. Uh, we're back. I can say we are because I'm your regular cast. I'm member. a regular cast member of Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Now, welcome, bitches. Let's talk about gay stuff. Just got gayer. Very gay. Exactly. Exactly. Let's talk about gay stuff is available at let's talk about gay stuff.com. That's let's talk about gay stuff at 
Instagram and uh, Facebook and Talk Gaysif on Twitter. Do you want to send us an email? That's let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. Oh, of course, of course. And um, we'd we- also like to thank our OGs. Oh, no, not yet. No, we got no. like a, a weird daughter. Who's, oh, yeah, yeah. She's really into manga right and, now. And a steampunk? Manga and steampunk. And. She's doing her work. It's cool. Is it? It's cool. She's struggling. I'm I'm into it. But um, I'm living for her attitude. Though. I'm living for your pussy. <laughs> oh, God. No, wait, what is it? I'm living for you, bitch, or something I'm, like that. I'm living for you. <sighs> yeah. I'm living for you. What what Maggot. <laughs> Mag- no, I just thought of something else. Well, we said it earlier. We did say it earlier. What did we say? Oh. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah, um, we're between seasons right now, girls. So um, Dracula just came out recently. Though. Dracula did just come so out. We're recently. ready. We're ready to do things, hinty. And also, Drag Race Canada. We're gonna do Drag Race Canada. We're gonna do Dracula. I don't even know. I feel like I'm very. Um, you have your own skewed opinion because I'm. Uh, Canadian. I'm a, I'm a citizen of Canada. You love Canada. So I feel like I should do both, but I don't. That's a lot I, I'm of really effort. enjoying only doing one podcast. Oh, me too, honestly. <laughs> well, you're not even doing one. You're doing three, two. two. Three slash two. Three would be awful. <laughs> so we'll figure it out. We will. Maybe we'll just do a season recap episode. Oh. Hold on. I like that. It'll be like a five-hour episode. It will. We have a lot of opinions on things. But we'll do it once. We'll say, here, lots of opinions. Let's go. All at one time. We'll think about it. Anyways, that's our (laughs) Rupee Podcast. Our Rupee Podcast is available at ourrupeepodcast.com. And our Rupee Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. And our, no, our Ruby podcast at gmail.com. Yes. But also, hey. Hey. Are you a business owner? Oh. Trying to do it all? Uh-huh. Take marketing, for example. Nowadays, your business has to have a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn account. Who has time to take pictures, write posts, and get them posted online, let alone like, comment, share, and respond to followers? Don't worry, Economy Works is here to help. Let the Economy Works Talent Network help you do marketing so you can grow your business. Economy Works, when we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy Works. That's pretty good. Welcome back, girl. We did it. <laughs> Two weeks. I'm back. We did it. Constantly I'm back, raising bitch. the bar on us all. <laughs> a mess. Uh, a disaster. Literally a train crash constantly. Uh, never been seen before. Bus. But, club. But, another no club. Sleep, no, no sleep. sleep. Bus. No sleep. No sleep. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. 
Should we tell them to get, get spooky, spooky with it?